Blog Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Eros Christos has been on the spiritual path most of his life. His life purpose is to awaken people to the understanding that we are all one divine consciousness and to help them discover their true nature as divine multidimensional beings. He's a prolific writer and artist and uses his beautiful voice to generate healing sounds and provide activations to higher levels of consciousness. Many people have sought out and benefited from his unique and powerful gifts and his work as an intuitive coach and spiritual mentor. And Carol, I understand you and Eros have been friends for many, many years. Yes, we have, Claire. Eros is a brilliant writer, he's a teacher, and he's a manifester, and that's what we've been teaching all along here, how to manifest your future. So I really thank you, Eros, for joining us. Oh, it's my great, great pleasure to be able to do this with you again, Carol. So thank you. Sure. Well, let's get started because what people want to know is what, what is a vibration? Let's start with something that simple and <laughs> understand that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because <clears throat> everything is vibration. So basically every object that you have in your house from a chair, from a table, from a refrigerator or, you know, I mean, everything has a vibration it vibrates and being that is so your your body every organ in your body has a certain vibratory level so when the physical body is in an ultimate health every organ vibrates in synchronicity with all of the other organs and that creates that people are healthy and strong and their mind is clear so yeah, so vib- vibration is everywhere. It's everything. So um, I think that's the simplest way of, of describing it. And so if you look at an object, you, can, you, you, you understand then that it vibrates. Even though you might not be able to see it and hear it, it still vibrates. Well, Albert Einstein said everything in life is vibration. The law of nature that states everything has a vibration. So you're absolutely right. We're vibrating. Everything is vibrating. Uh, and, um, and I think people even have a vibration because Eros, one time I had uh, come back from New York and I landed, went straight to my dentist and then... I was outside of the dentist's office, sitting in a cafe, and I felt someone. And I turned to look, and there was my son walking by the cafe. I knew his vibration before I saw him. I knew he was there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is what I'm sharing with you. Every person has a certain vibration depending on their state of being or the way they 
you know, what they're thinking about and what situation they might experience. So they give out vibration. And, for example, a lot of people not consciously are sucking other people's vibration and it's almost like a vampire energy, and, but it, it's, on, it's on a subconscious level. They don't do it purposely, but because vibration is everything, it's a natural thing that if you, you have somebody around you who has really positive and very powerful vibration, that you want to have some of that, right? So yes. you learn to discern who you, who you are associating with at certain times. Because people can pull your energy out, is this what you're saying? <laughs> they like to be yes. around your vibration because you lift them up? Absolutely, but also on a subconscious level, it's like they suck your energy. So, for example, sometimes when you are with people, you feel drained, and you're wondering, why do I feel so drained? It's because they suck in your energy and don't give anything back, right? Right. And so it's... a Question and they don't do it because they want to harm you. It's just on a on a subconscious level, and so the more conscious you become, like you are, Carol and Claire, you know, you have to be more attentive to energies around you because it's just good to protect yourself at times. Okay, that's good to know. Well, a lot of people. Um, do work on uh, in a high vibration. So how do you raise your vibration? Well, I mean, okay, so um, how do you raise your vibration? Well, at birth, there are two vibrations, one that pulls you upwards and one that pulls you downwards. So it becomes our job to tune into the vibration that pulls us higher and higher. And the way you do that is to understand your, I just gave a talk about um, your vocabulary. So if you think of yourself as a small, limited, contracted, um, unworthy human being, then that, those thought patterns are going to create a very low frequency. On the other mm-hmm. hand, if you think of yourself as a beautiful, complete, and whole human being right now, a divine being, that's going to lift your vibration. So just by starting associating yourself being a divine being and thinking what I call angel thoughts, high vibratory thoughts more and more, and in that way, you will raise your, vi- your vibration. And then, okay. because, yeah. Well, first of all, uh, all right, so in other words, your daily mantra should be, I am a divine being. Absolutely. Okay. So, so you start practicing saying, I am a divine being, I am healthy, I am healthy. And then... Uh, what is an angel thought? Tell us about that. Well, I mean, people, people, when people hear angels, they think of a, of a very pure and, and radiant and beautiful energy. So every thought that 
is, is, is a higher vibratory thought, like I'm a divine multidimensional being. I am worthy. Anything is possible. I'm not limited. Those I call angel thoughts. And the, and the thing is, Carol, is that when you start practicing this way of thinking, it changes your belief system because your belief system becomes your reality. And so when you're just changing your way of perceiving yourself and start perceiving the world, it changes everything for you. And then you start looking at everything. It's like, you know, a great master said, you want to change the world? Change the prescription of your glasses. And so this is in the same way you're changing the prescription by raising your awareness and the way your inner dialogue takes place and you start feeling much more in tune with, with your, with your um, true essence of who you are. Okay. All right. So you work with a lot of people as an intuitive coach, right? So tell us what that's about. What happens when you work with people? Well, in generally, most people... They want, you know, they, people go and get help, but they want help within their storyline. With other words, your storyline is that you're Carol Dean and, you know, I'm Eros Christos and you're a woman, I'm a male and blah, 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 and all of that stuff that comes with it, right? Yes. But if, if you help someone within their storyline, all you are doing is, is prolonging the process that needs to take place. So my job is to help people um, live outside of their storyline, understand they are like an actor on stage. They perform their role well. However, they don't identify with that role. So when you stop identifying with your storyline, you start tapping into a whole different um, understanding about yourself and that as well will raise your vibration and in so much so my job in 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 generally in everything that i do is to help people start living your life from the fact that you're already perfect you're already whole you're already complete no matter what you do or say will never ever change that because you're so much more you're beyond the storyline, you're beyond all of the limitations and, 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 and things like that, but people are believed to be real and, 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 and lasting, you know. So, yeah, so that's what I'm... So, that's so, my, that would, my, so you're teaching them that they're much more than the storyline yeah. um, and that they need to uh, become aware of the powers that the human being has. Don't you think we have more powers than we realize? Oh, absolutely. And also, when you start understanding this, <clears throat> there is something called karma yoga. So basically, a lot of people operate from the premises they want a certain result. They do something because they expect a certain result. However, that creates a cause and effect. So if I do something like this interview here, for example, I do the best with what I have to best of my abilities at this given moment. Now, if everybody's going to like it, fine. If nobody's going to like it, it's fine too because 
I surrender it. I do my best, and then I surrender it to the Almighty One or however you want to perceive your divine self. And in that way, you're not entangled in people's opinions or ideas and concepts about what you do. And that frees you up in a whole different way because you become freer to create. You become freer in your expression. You just become, uh, you know, freedom. In, and, and, and it's a whole different sensation that's being influenced by, oh, did he like it? Or did she like that? Did I do good? Or, or what? And so all of that drops away, Carol. And it's so delightful because you're not entangled in all of this anymore. Yes, if you, because that would mean you were dropping the ego. You would let go of it and tell the universe that I, I just am doing this for the highest cause and walk away in your heart right. uh, and not yep. uh, attaching uh, a failure or success with it. That would be a major achievement. Yeah, but that's what your, your company is from the heart, because in the heart, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yes. what that symbolizes. So it's, it's, it's great. Well, you know, but from the clothes that you design, they are designed by a free-thinking person, Eros. I've never seen such beautiful garments as you make. Well, it's it's. You know, Carol, I quit school when I was 16 because I asked, said to myself, what's the purpose to all of this? And, uh-huh. and I, could, I couldn't see a purpose. So life became my university. And, but I never really learned anything. You know, I never studied anything. So my writings, my paintings, my clothes, swimming with the dolphins, or whatever I've done, has, I've just been a vehicle, a vessel for it. So... And it, again, you know, when I started painting a few years ago, I was sitting in front of a blank canvas, and I said, okay, I don't know what to do, so I just started. And then I removed myself from the process. So it's very exciting because you, you are not entangled in it that you have to achieve a certain result, and that creates for that creative genius within you, like we all have, to really express himself for herself, right? And mm-hmm. so and in my writings, it's the same thing. I never, I never learned how to write, but I started writing, and then at one moment I started reading it, and I said, wait a minute, what is this? However, I was clever enough not to edit what I had written, so I kept on writing, and then after a while I said, oh my goodness, this is pretty good stuff. Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I learned to trust. In, to learn uh, to trust. No, right. Eros, it's when you get into the quantum field. When you're writing, you go somewhere else sometimes. I've done that. And then right. the next day you go back to edit. And you think, oh, my God, did I write this? I didn't write this. Right. Yes, you did. Because <laughs> yeah. you just sort of yeah. let go and don't put any boundaries or, uh, or box yeah. yourself in, right? Yep, absolutely. And that's the way to live your life. You know, that's, I mean, for me, this is just a, a, a small way of, of embracing myself and living this life because it opens up to, I mean, possibilities 
that are otherwise not available. Right. But the term intuitive coach means that uh, you teach people how to trust their own intuition. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Very much learn to trust that, that, yes, the intuition, that inside voice that is always talking to us. However, because of the chattering of the mind and we haven't learned to practice how to listen to it, many times we are ignoring it and then, you know, we'll experience what we experience. But so it's a practice like it's going to the gym. You practice a certain, certain way and it's the same way you learn to listen to this voice and, and trust it. And, and, and um, you know, it's, it's, it takes vigilance, it takes self-effort, and, um, but the rewards are, you know, so far, I mean, they're tremendous, basically. The rewards are tremendous. Eros, You're absolutely right. Yes, I agree too. And and you know, Eros, I I I know that sometimes where the rubber meets the road is mm-hmm. when we have some of the most challenging times going on, and mm-hmm. that is the time that we really get to see where we have more work to do. Could you give us a, an example? of something that may have happened in your life where there was a big challenge and the human moment you may have experienced that you transcended through using one of the tools that you help other people with. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing because it's been, it's been so many challenges. <laughs> you have no yes. idea. I mean, it's been one after the other and so finally i had to ask myself what what is going on here i mean you know normally in life if the rain comes sunshine or from sunshine comes rain right but in my life mm-hmm. the self efforts i put up what i was doing and the result wasn't at all following this principles and I were wondering what is going on here and then I realized well it depends on what your ultimate goal is and for me it was to rediscover and I mean he really rediscover who I really am as a divine multi-dimensional being and because of that I wasn't following the recipes that is actually, you know, present for most people because, as I said, they do something long enough and then suddenly they have a success. However, that is only valid as long as you are living in your storyline. Once you want to transcend your storyline, all of these ideas are basically thrown out with the, with, with the, what do you call it, thrown out the baby with the water or whatever, you know, that expression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so when I realized that, I then looked at the challenges as a stepping stone to understand who I really am. Instead of looking at it as a failure, instead of looking at it as I was doing something wrong or I didn't do it right, I realized, no, this is perfect because it teaches you everything you need to know to transcend it. As you said, Claire, it's, it, it becomes 
like shining a flashlight on the dark corner and, and you start seeing it and then you, then, you, then you make a choice. Okay, do I want to give it up or do I want to continue playing this game with myself, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, through, the, yeah. through crises, you were able to achieve more. Oh, absolutely, because, you know, what I've noticed in my, in my mentoring ship that I call it now instead of coaching, because coaching has been so overused, but in my mentoring ship, I, I've seen that people, people don't really want a freedom. They want enlightenment in an arbitrary way that it fits into their storyline. So their storyline is more attractive and more lucrative or, or better. They don't really want to sacrifice or give up something. And they're not willing to do what it takes to really understand who they are. Okay. So and, how do you overcome that? Um, well, I mean... You know, there are many examples in the different scriptures. For example, I can give you one quick one. When there was a disciple who went to the master and he said, I want knowledge. And the master said, great, come with me. And he took him down to the river and he put his head underneath the water until he couldn't breathe anymore. And he pulled him out and he said, what do you want more than anything else in the world right now? (laughs) Air. He was grasping for air, right? And the master said, when you want the truth as much as you want air right now, you will get it. So it's basically your longing to set yourself free that determines where you're willing to go and how much you're willing to. It's really not a sacrifice. It just looks like a sacrifice, but how willing you are to release and let go of what's what's stopping you from, from um, receiving yourself. All right. Well, t- back to the intuition thing. Uh, and, and I think that what we teach our filmmakers is the <clears throat> the little voice. Chopra always says it's the voice in the gap where um, you're talking to someone and all of a sudden you just get this one little statement that comes flying into your mind and you um and as it says store up uh, order more water store up do whatever and i think that's what happened to claire when she knew that there was a storm coming didn't you store a lot of water claire that saved you but going two weeks without any electricity or water yes during the uh, great texas winter storm um ahead of time we filled up all our empty water bottles that we usually store for hurricanes and um you know made sure everything that needed to be charged was charged and got our candles out and you know did everything that we knew to do and um had we not done that it would have been uh, a much more um Oh, gosh, the experience would have been uh, very uncomfortable. (laughs) It was already pretty uncomfortable as it was. But I also knew that it was temporary and that the sun was going to shine again. It was just a matter of getting through the days that this storm was still present and the things that needed to be fixed afterwards, whether it was busted pipes or whatever, would be fixed 
And I had to literally live in the moment, moment to moment, until the shift happened that I knew would bring us back into a more balanced state. I learned how to cook in the fireplace, even. <laughs> so I learned ah, new things. Yes. Well. <laughs> wow, that's quite an achievement. But, uh, Arrow, so you work with people to improve or to recognize their intuition, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's that's what that is a real empowering thing when people become aware that that those little bitty thoughts can be very meaningful, meaningful to them and help their future. You know, Carol, yes, I'd like to add one more thing as a as a uh, to really uh, emphasize what you just said about intuition. I have had this stainless steel frying pan hanging around for a long time that I don't use. And I thought, well, you know, I should just go ahead and donate that. I'm not using it. But something kept saying to me, no, keep it. You're going to need it. Just keep it. And that was the only way I could heat up food in the fireplace was using the stainless steel (laughs) frying pan because everything else I had wouldn't have worked. And to have a good hot meal after three days of, of um, almond butter sandwiches was really a good thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So I'm really well, glad uh, I listened to my intuition. Yes, yes. And Chopra for years has told us that the, the stomach is a second brain. And uh, so when you get this gut feeling to do something, you better do it because that stomach brain doesn't have the history of failure that your regular brain does. So when it says something, you can take it to the bank. It's reliable, right, Eros? Right, yes. However, it's also because the stomach, the solar plexus, take in all the information from, from the universe, if you like, and processing it, and it's also, um, and, and, and so that's why, why what he's talking about is because, it, it, see, most people think everything happening in the mind and the head, but, but he's absolutely right in my way of looking at it at least. It happens in that solar plexus because it takes in information from the universe and processing it, and so, um, yeah, I, that's, that's a brilliant way of, of, of describing it in, in um um, yeah, your your gut feeling. You're right. It it's kind of has no programming in it. It's a role. Right. It's a role. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how do you attract things to you? Because that's really what a lot of people want to do. That's why the secret was so powerful, and people wanted to be able to do that. But uh, but many people <laughs> failed. Uh, they could sit and think about stuff, but they couldn't bring it to them. Well, the, you know, <clears throat> that's why the secret works. I mean, the secret works for certain people who have the right understanding. But if you learn to manifest, then you also have to understand equally as much as you can bring in positive vibration, you can also bring in negative vibration. 
And if you don't understand how the mind operates, then books like The Secret, that was brilliant, but people who understands the working of the mind could then use it. But if you don't, then it's not going to really work as well. Okay. So with other words, the, the wall that, that the, the wall you have to break will also um, protect you. So, so you have to understand how the mind operates, and that's the key to everything in life. I mean, it doesn't matter how many spiritual philosophies and how many books or how much you study and learn. If you don't understand the mind, this is pointless. Okay. Well, from what I understand, some of the principles are that you have to believe you already have what it is you want. You have to pretend that, let's say, uh, if you are trying to, let's say, as a filmmaker trying to raise money for a film, uh, and the next amount you need for your production is, let's say, 30000 then you have to pretend like that you already have that 30000 and get to work mm-hmm. making a budget of how you would spend it and see yourself doing what you would do next and visualizing it if it's on the set shooting or if it's out taking the interviews, whatever it is, you have to really believe it to see it happen. Is that right? Absolutely. That's the, that's the part of the key to success, to intent and live as it already happened. That's why if, when people set goal, I never could understand why people set goal because all that happens is that you're telling your mind, okay, I'm ready to receive this in six months or a year or whatever. However, like you just said, Carol, so, so beautifully, that when you intend and you live as it already happened, then it could happen, and then, then the universe just says, okay, you're ready. Okay, so here it is. Exactly, and it comes through very quickly. Uh, right. Yes, you're right. absolutely right. Uh, I was looking, I have these cards that I draw. They're Zen cards, and the one I got recently said, Water heats slowly, and it boils quickly. So you must keep focusing on what you want, what you want, what you want, and then bang, you'll get it. That's the way I interpreted that. Yes, and now you got Remember I shared with you about the vocabulary? Yes. When you say, I want, Uh it indicates that you have a lack. Oh, so right. If, if, if you use the word, I choose, it's much more powerful. So if you, for example, want to make a movie, you want, you, you want something, you, you choose, instead of saying, I want, I choose now to manifest this in my life, I choose to see it already uh, being manifested in my life. Because there's no lack in choice. It's simply... A, a, a choice that you're making but when people say I want this it creates um, has a tendency of, of of not giving you what you want because it's a certain lack when you say it yes 
Okay. Well, I know you work a lot with the heart chakra, so um, you you really teach people how to create from their heart. Well, what else is there? <laughs> no, but truthfully, yes. that's why your your business from the heart. It's it's that's it. That's yes. it, Carol. You you you've created something that every living person on the planet should embrace because that's where it's at. Right. I've even read uh, some of the sages say that the communi- that the heart is how we communicate with each other. Even though there is a throat chakra for communications, people of old said that we all communicate through our heart. Uh, that's why you you just feel love from some people when you once meet them, right? Right, but telepathy happens through your heart. So when I communicate oh. with the dolphins, when yes. I communicate with, with the dolphins, it's more clear communication than it is with speaking to a person because the the heart doesn't lie. The heart is is completely <clears throat> and biased, and it doesn't have any any issues and concepts and beliefs. So when your heart is open, uh, communication telepath- telepathically is is available, and that's how how how. How you know it happens with the dolphins? Well, tell us about swimming with the dolphins and your association with them. I mean, the dolphins has taught me so much because, in my way of perceiving it, the dolphins are master teachers, and they are using these physical bodies in the ocean, but they are basically uh, teachers from from a very high realm choosing to be here in this capacity. And it's also to bring people back into the ocean because of Lemuria and Atlantis and to get people comfortable with water again. And that's why the human body is mostly made up of water and why you're living on a water planet in this part of the galaxy. I mean, so, and the dolphins teach through joy and spontaneity. So, and, and, and see, that's the whole point as, when we are children, we are spontaneous, we are open, and we can get angry at one moment, and then the next moment we can, we can laugh. We're not hanging on to things. Then in the name of being an adult, we close up. We become not flexible. We become com- conceptualized. We have ideas. We have concepts and beliefs, and we become very rigid. And mm-hmm. so... So all the masters say when you are in a in childlike, not childish, but a childlike state, it's a very high state because you are open to unlimited possibilities and you come from a place of play and, and, and spontaneity and ease. And when you watch the dolphins, that's how they live their lives all the, all the time. And when human beings goes back to this, but you see, the, in, the ego will say, <clears throat> well, you're not an adult if you do this. You have to. No, you, you, you have to embrace that childlike state because it's a very, very high state. And, and um, so being around the dolphins, you know, you just remember that and you, you, you start 
practicing that. I mean, look, this is the clothes. I mean, look at the clothes, what I call them, galactic orgasm design. It's a play of words. And everything I do is like this playfulness and spontaneity. And I asked one of my teachers a long time ago, I said, if you want me to be in this body here on this planet, make me into a cosmic clown. <laughs> Did you say that, right? <laughs> yes. And then I started swimming with the dolphins. And, and I totally, and then, of course, through the years, I've been practicing it more and more and trusting it much more. And today, of course, I'm, I'm like, um, I, I, I feel really free in my expression. Well, it certainly shows up in your designs and your clothes and your art. <laughs> really free is a great word. Okay. Carol, we should probably uh, invite him to share a little bit about his, his art so that our audience will, will have a better idea of this. Yes, please do, Iris. All right. So I have a great new website called Eros, A-R-O-S, dot life, L-I-F-E, Eros dot life. And it's being updated for different events and Zoom seminars that I'm doing like twice a month now. And, of course, then on, I have several pages on, on Facebook uh, under the name Eros Christos, A-R-O-S-C-R-Y-S-T-O-S, and on Instagram as well. And I have a team of people who are kind of helping me now to, to get it more out there in, in you know, on social media and make it more available for people. And, um, yeah, and um, what else can I say? And, yeah, the paintings are on Instagram, but it's also on books and books and paintings on one of the Facebook um, pages. And so if you just scroll around Eros Christos, and I want to emphasize one. I have one page called um, Eros Christos in big, in big capitals, then the Sony Codes, the movement. And that is really, really important. It's a public page. However, these are these vibratory frequency that comes through my vocal cords. And talk about raising your vibration. Yes, they will raise your vibration. And by coming in contact with this frequency that comes through my vocal cords, um, people are like standing under a waterfall. It doesn't matter if they, what they think or what they believe or what they trust because these vibrations will take care of all of that. All they need to do is allow themselves to be exposed to it. So right now, twice a month, people can get exposed to it for like, I think it's $10. And then, you know, I give a talk and I share certain information. So it's a great, great way of raising your vibration without really doing anything. And it's a gift oh. from the dolphins and a gift from oh. the Galactic Federation. Okay, well, to no. say that again, uh, clearly, it's Eros Christos. Eros Christos with big, le big capital letters. And then uh -huh. Sonic, Sonic, S O N I C codes, C O D E S. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Sonic codes, the movement. And please, okay. Blair just signed up, I think, a couple of days ago. And encourage anybody to sign up. It's free to sign up. But these Zoom seminars that I'm doing now twice a month will 
allow people to be exposed to these vibrations and also to what I share, adventures in consciousness. So I really, for a very, I, I, it's very, very powerful and very beneficial. That's all I can say, and it's a gift from the dolphins. Yes, and, I, and the I'd gift like from... to add that, that the platform that you're talking about where people can find this is on Facebook. Right. So that's where you'll, you'll go to <laughs> sign up that he's talking about. Right. Okay, well, yeah. do you have an email you want to give us, Eros, so people can find you? <clears throat> yeah, Eros, <clears throat> dolphin heart, like a dolphin and then a, like a heart, human heart. Eros, dolphin heart at gmail.com. A-R-O-S. D-O-L-P-H-I-N, heart, H-E-A-R-T, and then at gmail.com. Okay, great. All right, Eros, thank you so much for sharing your information. Claire and I really have enjoyed this. Yes, and it's been, you know, it, it's been my great, great honor to be able to share this because, you know, it's like if you have information but you don't have a channel to share it, it feels really strange. Yes. Yes, you want, to, you want to help people, and this is a way to reach them. Exactly right. right. Yes, and I'm yeah. so okay. your heart. You so you're doing a tremendous service to human beings, and and we need to help people awaken, really awaken now, and and understand who they are, so they don't get caught up in what's going on right now. And so yes, thank you for doing what you're doing. Uh, Carol and Claire, thank you for being also both so gracious, and I'm very, very um, grateful to be able to be part of this, truly. Thank you. Yes, Eros, we'll have you back and do this again. Thank you so much <laughs> okay. for joining us. Sounds good. Sounds great. Okay. Was a thank great you. pleasure. Right. Okay. Thank you. All right. And thank well, you. everyone. Yes, yes thank, thank you. you. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's david, R-A-I-K-L-E-N.com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.